Hey guys, welcome to Trans Talk for Men, the show where we, normal trans attractive men, talk about trans related issues. Yeah, I change this intro every time. Tough shit. Uh, I'm Eric, and with my co host as always, Chris. So. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Um, Chris, I've been playing. Uh, well, I just I just picked up, and I've been playing uh, Hideo Kojima's new game, Death Stranding. Have you played it yet? No. Well, I've 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 been enjo- I've been enjoying it, and I've been I playing watch reviews, it. Reviews, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's a, oh, what people? What are you saying? It's bad or something like that? Well, it's not great. Or I'll say it like this: according to the reviews, it. It's not great enough for me to buy at full price right away. It well, here, might be worth me checking out if it's like $20 or something. Well, here's the thing is that the reviews that I've seen and I watched the reviews too, it's it's really mixed in the sense of either people hate it or they love it. Um, so far, I'm in the camp of I really enjoy it, but it's really funny that I enjoy it because essentially you play a FedEx man um, and that's the entire game is be FedEx, deliver packages from place to place to place, which I do in real life every fucking day. <laughs> oh, sorry, I burped. <clears throat> and you, uh, you would think that, you would think that as a FedEx driver in real life that I wouldn't want to come home and immediately do my job again, which is take orders and then walk them over that mountain. And I'm like, man, I want to take these orders and walk them over that mountain. So, um, <clears throat> so you're not delivering just one. I don't know what the fuck that is. Some weird baby thing. Like I thought that was oh, the whole the, game as you were trying to deliver the BB? this one baby. Or... Nope. Nope. So in you're fact, delivering multiple babies or what? No, you're. It doesn't even have anything to do with the. You're not even delivering babies. You're delivering important supplies to people across the ruined United States, and mm. you're and you're trying to as you deliver to them, you're trying to get them to rejoin the fold to become a unified nation again because the nation is fractured Mm -hmm. um and the united states is more of a continent than it is a country these days and people are trying to get it to be a country again so they want your help as you deliver shit to them so like here i brought you your medicine and your gas and your supplies um join up with our our cause is essentially the the course of the game the the baby that you get uh and this isn't even a spoiler because you get the baby within the first hour is called a BB or a bridge baby. And what it is, is it's a tool. It's a tool to help you see these ghost thingies. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the baby is important to the story, but is not your delivery. You're not trying to deliver the baby. As a matter of fact, they tried to incinerate the baby that you get because they think it's broken. So they're like, oh, that tool's broken. So send it to the incinerator and dump it in. Uh, but your guy's like, no, nah, I think I'm going to keep it. And so you end up keeping it. But, um, That's you know, it, it doesn't have anything to do with delivering a baby. Or at least it doesn't yet. Now, mind you, I'm only like five hours into the game. But uh, I enjoy it. It's really strange that I would. I mean, not super strange because I enjoy games that are isolated and lonely. Uh, That's why I really like the Dark Souls games and stuff like that, because they're isolated and lonely. Um, and I enjoy just kind of exploring things, uh, on foot and whatnot in games, but you would think that I'd be a little more resentful of having to deliver packages, but maybe it's because I deliver packages in real life that I'm like, (laughs) that I'm like, yep, this, this feels familiar, which is get my shit there, get it there on time 
and don't damage it. And then the whole game is like, but you have to climb a mountain to deliver it. And then the people are like, you damaged my package. And it's like, well, go fuck yourself. I don't see you delivering it. Um, so if you want it brought Can to you, you, uh, I don't think, well, I don't have a gun yet. You get guns <laughs> later on. Uh, okay. You can shoot bad people, but I don't think you can shoot the people you're supposed to help. It sounds like uh, it'd be a lot more fun if it were a Grand Theft Auto mod. Oh, if you could just shoot everybody? <laughs> just shoot whoever you want. Well, I, Customer I'll... gives you gives you a lip, just pop them. Gives you the guff. <laughs> um, or set the yeah. house on fire, I don't know. It's, it's shit from Grand Theft Auto. Well, it's like that. Car. It's like that saying uh, for the FedEx, from the FedEx guy that punched a customer and killed him, oh. uh, which was this is a real story. A customer was apparently slinging racial slurs at a FedEx guy, and a FedEx guy punched him, and it caused and it killed the guy. Uh. And somebody commented on the story, and they said, "God damn, he sent him to God same day delivery." Um, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> they call me the delivery man. Um, so. So yeah, that's pretty fun. Uh, another part that cracks me up about the game Death Stranding is uh, you have a canteen and your canteen refills your stamina, but your canteen isn't full of water. It's full of monster energy drink. And I don't mean they call it monster energy drink in the game. I mean, it's the actual real world monster energy drink. Mm. Um, and I'm like, well, there's a sponsor. Um, yep. So that's all, that's all your guy drinks. It's just a bunch of monster energy drink. And I'm like, oh, that's going to kill him. So I assume I assume at the end of the game my character will die not because anybody shoots him or anything I just think his heart'll stop after drinking that much monster. So uh but yeah, yeah. All, all in all it's a fun game but I I like Hideo Kojima. I like his weirdness. Um I like his I don't his... think I ever played one of his games like for longer than a couple minutes. Yeah, because they're all pretty weird. Uh even I just the got into Metal Gear Solid I would say even the Metal Gear Solid games are pretty weird. Uh, you'd, th you'd, you'd think, oh, they're not super weird or anything like that, but the stories are pretty fucking weird. So uh, one of my favorite Metal Gear Solid games is uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. And I, I would have every reason to hate that game because the controls are so bad in that game. Like, they don't make any sense. I'm like, these controls are clunky at best, and I fucking love that game. I'm like, I'll play the shit out of that game. Um, yeah, here, here is pretty popular. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah. I also like Metal Gear Solid 5. But, uh, so yeah, that's what I have been doing. I have been playing Death Stranding, well, that and Luigi's Mansion 3 on the Switch, which is also a fun-on-the-bun uh, fun game. It's not hard, but it's fun like who was asking for these luigi games like, uh, come on have you ever played the something else nintendo have, have you ever made the luigi's mansion have you ever played the original luigi's mansion no because i was i didn't own a gamecube because uh -huh. i liked good stuff oh <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure yeah okay so yeah the original Luigi's Mansion was the first game I got for my GameCube. And yes, I have a GameCube because unlike you, you know, I play video games for fun. Um, but hey, Halo uh, was fun. <laughs> Halo was the very definition of fun. Um, but I still like the first Luigi's Mansion more, but I'm glad that they started making sequels to them. They're not hard games by any means, mm. but it's it feels nostalgic to me. Um, 
so it, it's 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 like comfort food it's like what i it's like when i want comfort food i eat a bowl of oatmeal that's kind of how i feel about luigi's mansion is it's just sort of warm mushy comfort food so uh i've been enjoying that too which is great because i am stressed the fuck out uh but that's for different reasons and i'm not really going to get into them on the pod but what have you been up to Chris, now that I've been rambling about games like a big fucking nerd, um, I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear what's what's been Halfway happening. Thinking about getting Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, yeah, seems yeah. Like well, a really I, good game. So I heard it's good. All of you uh, Star Wars fans out there, you should definitely check it out and let us know if you like it. If it's pretty decent, I've seen really good reviews on it. So I'd be willing to it get yet, it though. But I've seen other people playing it online. I'm just like, might want to get that one. We'll see what Black Friday gives us for that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just got back, not just, I went a week ago, I went to Vegas and, uh, you know, I had some fun, went out there for a bachelor party, um, you know, spent more money than I wanted, than I should have, that's for dang sure, but that's what happens in Vegas. Um, so wanted to share, share with, you know, everybody listening about, uh, this, this bar that I visited. So in Vegas, they have this bar called the Las Vegas Lounge, and um, it's listed as like a transsexual bar, whatever. Um, Yes, it is highly frequented by transgender women. If you want to, if you just want to go and be around transgender women and you're in Vegas, like that is the go-to spot. A lot of the girls that go to like the main strip or even Fremont, like, when they're done with that, they go to this place. Like, this is kind of a gathering hub for all the girls around there. Um, the only drawback, I would say, is that a lot of the girls are working girls. So, you know, if you are in there just to meet some women and, you know, maybe have some fun, you might end up paying for it. Or you might end up just having some really good conversations with chicks and things don't really go anywhere. I don't. I don't know how this exactly works. I just know that, like, if you're in that place and you're not looking for, you know, paid sex, people, it, it is a little weird for everybody else in there because they're just like, okay, well, why are you, what are you doing here? Do they, <laughs> like, well, do they, do they have a full bar? <laughs> they have a full bar. Well, then that's um, what I'm doing in here. Do Shut up. Drag shows on, um, Saturdays at like 1 a.m. they start drag shows. Well, you say 1 a.m. So I went in there though... and caught it a little bit. The place was, I mean, there were more. I went in there Friday night, wasn't that many people around. Um, really got to know a lot of the, some of the girls there. And uh, the bartender was absolutely amazing. She worked her ass off all night. I, was she I a trans woman? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forget her name, but she was so pleasant and just so nice but she was really hustling so i really cut her a lot of slack because i'm like you're the only bartender in this place full of people god bless you you Mm. know um but yeah friday night was pretty dope uh met a girl there named shantae and taylor and they were both pretty uh pretty pretty dope chicks Mm. shantae was uh you know just very interesting and you know what i got from her was like just this I've never really just sat down with somebody, especially somebody who's trans and that's in the sex work life industry and just like learned It just, I, I really, she really allowed me to just pick her brain on 
on that particular topic and, you know, how things work for her, how she got in it, why she decides to stay in it or, that's, you know, that's just actually... different things with men in general. Like, you know, how many, does she, how, does she have regulars? Does she travel a lot? Does she, you know, what, what's her life goal? You know, all that uh -huh. kind of, we really kind of really got into the weeds because then I ended up walking out of that place at like 7 a.m. So I think that's and the bar awesome. is 24 hours. What's up? I said, I think that's awesome because I've yeah. always wanted to, I've always wanted to just sit down and talk to, mm -hmm. and this was, this was even before I was, even before I was, uh, open about being trans attracted and shit like that. Even back mm -hmm. in the day, I remember I took a psychology course way early on and, or not a psychology, a sociology course way early on in uh, high school. And they said shit like, Oh, what would you, you know, what would you do for social sociology experience? And I'm like, I would, I would like to talk to working people and just talk to them about what they do and why and et cetera, et cetera. So that's pretty awesome. Okay. And the internet just shut off on me. I'm back, everybody. <laughs> so back to what I was saying about um, uh, something that Shantae brought to my attention was uh, the fact that, you know, when you are out there, let's just say if you're out there and you're looking for to, to pay for sex that night and you're, there's a girl you really like and you want to, you know, have, you want to fuck her for money. Um, dude, these girls have to choose you. <laughs> and like, I'm sorry, in my mind, I, I never really considered the fact that I have to be selected as well. Like usually in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, well, here's all the women that are here. And they they all want sex. I just have to negotiate, a, or they all want money for sex. So I have to negotiate a price, and boom, I'm in. Like my money negates everything bad about me that would make me unselectable to somebody else. In my mind, that's how I was thinking. That was my thought process. But just like to hear some, to hear her say, like, well, actually, no, we have to pick you, and that's why you have to like buy the girl a drink, talk her up a little bit, like get her interested in you before she's willing to go off with you like that is i never considered that but i feel so i don't know i feel kind of dumb for not thinking that was even a possibility like this i'm sure we're we're not the only two guys out here that never considered that at all like do i have money that's all i need like that's well, it's played up as such a tra yeah it's played up as such a transaction as if though is if though it were the same as going to the gas station mm -hmm. and buying a drink. You look at all the drinks on the shelf and you go, mm, I want that one. I have the money. Let's go. Uh, and we forget that these are people and that that doesn't always work that way. And we don't mean that in the shitty way of like, they're not real people. It's just you don't think about mm -hmm. it because it's such a transactionally based system. That's an interesting point that I had literally never thought of. No, man. I mean, my mind was like, whoa, just blown. Yeah, like, I need man. another drink. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, but you hear from a lot of the adult entertainers out there, like, look, these girls aren't going to fuck you for free. Like, I mean, unless you have the body of a god and you're attractive as hell, they're going to charge you money for this. And I'm like, yeah, of course. That's, I'm a regular schmuck. Like, I'm a 6'3, 300 pound mess. Of course, I'm going to have to pay it. <laughs> To fuck that chick like i get that actually i think you look but pretty good these days me being a 6-3 mess physically is negated by this thousand dollars i have in my hand right now like right <laughs> that's how i thought this worked but it isn't and it's interesting and you know guys you have to make yourself appealing even to the women 
that you know you're trying to pay for pay to have sex with at least so so what um, you're saying is a bunch of guys are screwed some yeah definitely (laughs) some are but i mean i don't it look it's just it's all about like just not being a jerk or whatever else and just just be cool fellas and um Uh but i mean the girls there were pretty dope they they do stick together and one of them was uh celebrating a birthday and i mean she was gorgeous shantae was Mm -hmm. gorgeous as well and taylor was great as well and they were just super nice very nice young ladies like just super cool people i mean they Mm -hmm. they they were the two that definitely took the time out to just kick in and talk with me while they didn't have anything else going on i I did talk to an older girl that had been Mm -hmm. there for a while and she was really just schooling me on just like look these young girls don't get it all they're all trying to be that bitch and this this and that and they're trying to be the bad bitch and they're all about getting money and she was like, dude, yeah. she was like, she said she had tried to school some of them and they just, they thought they had it all. And I'm like, I totally get you because that's how it works in my everyday job. The young kids think they know everything and you're just like, oh, okay, well, you're going to have to make your own mistakes. <laughs> but um, actually, I, and and I met a dude there the second night I was there. Uh-huh. Because, um, I mean, I saw some of the guys around. I just started taking a poll. Like, dude, like, how do you see yourself like sexually like do you describe yourself as straight heterosexual like do you prefer post-op pre-op like i mean just i want to know like are you living out in the open and um Mm. i talked to this guy who was in town from la and he was um Mm. i think he lives in the he said he lives in the hills but Mm. talked to this guy and he was just like dude no i don't live in the open at all (laughs) like Mm. I'm here. I do this on the download. I live two lives. And, you know, we definitely, I just started trying to really delve into like why and like what's holding him back. And mostly, I mean, his main thing is the stigma. He doesn't want to be stigmatized. He doesn't want it to cut off any opportunities in his life. And he feels like it would be harmful to his, his life if he did live out in the open. And, um, I mean, that, that was about as far as we get because he had, uh, you know, he had a chick he was going after. So, and, well, that, and I'm surprised he even took the time to talk to you. Yeah. If he's if he's living that far underground, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you would think that he wouldn't even take the time to even chat with you. I mean, like, go dude, fuck we're, yourself. We're, shit. Once you're in the spot, you're in the spot, man. Like, mm-hmm. he was there. We we both we're there for pretty much the same thing. It's just. Yeah, and, and yeah. No, I, was, I mean, I I hear you, yeah, but it was pretty it's cool. it's that sort of well, it's that sort of thing of you're out and he's not, and then you're asking him questions. Yeah, and yeah, you know, almost yeah. almost like a report. You know, it, it, honestly, you say that, and it makes me want to uh, take our show to that lounge and just talk to people. You know what I mean? And not oh, not yeah. in the sense of like not even like live recording, but just mm-hmm. like you know, put feet on the ground and do some legwork and just talk and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. then we can do a report from the lounge sort of thing. And it's, it's that kind of stuff. That's so interesting. You know, the girls talking about their trade, the guys talking about their double life, the two people meet, you know, the people meeting in this almost like a safe haven, almost like Mm -hmm. a world apart, a world apart from others. You know what I mean? It's like, we come from different walks. We're we're doing different things. We will never bump into each other. You know, it's almost like, we don't even exist outside of this bar, but this bar is something, something else entirely. That's, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, 
I mean, I would say this bar is probably a lot different than what you most likely experienced at Susie Villa, which is our it sounds like it, yeah, in or our favorite place in New York. But yes, um, indeed. I mean, yeah, this place is definitely has a different focus, but it it's still. I would say, guys, if you're in Vegas, just swing through there for a few hours and just see if you like it. You know, there are some really what's, nice. What's girls. it called there again? A lot of really nice looking girls there. Like, mm-hmm. dude, it's easily nine out of ten of them have immaculate boob jobs. Like, really great mm-hmm. boob jobs, and a lot of them have ass asses put into. But like, a lot of them have some really great figures, really pretty. Um, I'm sorry. What were you gonna ask? Well, I, I just said, what's it called again? It is called the Las Vegas Lounge. It is a good Lounge. five to ten minute drive off the strip, so it's it's definitely off the reservation. It's nowhere okay. near the strip, at least like you can't walk it. You can, it'll just take forever. But it was like a good ten minute lift ride over there. Um, uh-huh. Security guys are pretty laid back. Um, How'd you find this place? Yeah, I just Google searched it. Okay. Just Google searched I was just, and, and it came up. I was just curious listed on for the Google guys. As a transsexual bar. Okay. Um, but I mean, look, it it was pretty dope that it was there because uh, most cities just don't have a place that's so obvious for people to, for men like us to find transgender women. Period. Just to be around them. I mean, good luck. It's it's not that easy. You have to just go to a gay bar like Houston. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, you have to just go to a gay bar. There are no places where all the girls normally hang out. And this is, if you want to see some girls, this is where you go. They don't have that mm-hmm. here. And it's a massive city, much larger than Vegas. So mm-hmm. um, I would say, guys, just go there. It's, you know, the bartenders are great. Drink prices are reasonable. And the girls mm-hmm. look freaking amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Just don't come on any on any weird shit or shady shit they can pretty they can read right through you and if they can't the bartender will and she will alert them um <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely one big family there they all really look out for each other so mm-hmm. but yeah check it out fellas i i enjoy the place i will next every time i go to vegas i'm gonna stop through there and just have a drink and just observe if, if nothing else yeah well yeah and it's uh hmm interesting um Vegas. Yeah, I, I, well, yeah, yeah, Vegas. Yeah. That, but uh, it's also uh, it would also be. Uh, what, what was I gonna say? How, why do words fail me sometimes? <laughs> yeah, um, we're actually gonna talk about a, a bar a little bit later on in the show. Uh, so we will get into another bar and what's going on with stuff like that. So uh, there's another bar for guys that aren't in Vegas, but we will talk about that in a little bit. But if you are in Vegas, definitely check this club out bar whatever it's called i guess it's more of a the bar than las it is a vegas club lounge the las vegas lounge mm-hmm. so definitely out. definitely do that that's one benefit about uh well i mean there's a lot of benefits to having you as a co-host chris that's definitely not what i meant to say but one of the cool things is you travel a lot so you can send us the travel reports where i travel a lot less oh, yeah. uh, and when i and when i do travel it's like into the mountains um because i'm a weird wood people like that well, so, I'm, I'm going to, I, I am going to New, uh, not New York, Los, not, uh, sorry, Los Angeles. I'm going to LA in January. Mm, so mm. middle of January, going to LA. If any of you guys have any guys or girls 
have any suggestions for places I need to check out, please hit us in the DMs on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. We're on all the platforms. Send us a message. Let us know because I'll definitely uh, I'll definitely check out a couple places because I'm, yeah. I'm pretty much out there for work and at night I'm looking for something to do. So for sure, it's too bad it's for work and not for fun, or else I'd join you on that trip. I'd be like, I'm coming too. So. But then again, I don't have any time off for work, so not not for a little while. Mm. But uh, anyway, moving on. So uh, let's cover this. Let's let's talk about this real quick. It's just a quick news story, uh, fairly recent. Um, we just wanna we just wanna touch base on it because the reason I want to touch base on it, and Chris, you might have different thoughts on it, is because I think it's funny that this is even a story because this is such a this is such a nothing to me. Um, and that's why I think it's funny. So a woman uh, found love with a man that rejected her when she before she transitioned. So uh, when she was still uh, identifying as male, she approached this guy and tried to hit him up and date him. And he's like, no, thanks. Not interested in, in guys. What the hell was that? Sorry, um, that's all right. Uh, so she hit him up as a guy and the guy said, nope, not having any of that. Not interested. No, thank you. Uh, and then she went and transitioned. This was five years later, I think she said. Five years later, she went and transitioned. And uh, early on into her transition, after she had breast augmentation, he liked a picture of hers on her Instagram. I don't even know if he knew it was her. And then she she's like, oh, my God, this is the guy I had the crush on. And so she sent him the number, her number. They started talking, then they started dating, and now they've fallen in love with each other. And he loves her <laughs> the way she is, and he loves her even if she doesn't get SRS. And they made it this big story like, wow, isn't that crazy how whatever? And to me, that's not fucking crazy at all. Like, to me, it's she came to him as a guy, and he said, I don't like guys. And then she came to him as a girl, and he's like, yes, I like girls. And it, it's not... It, it's not like it's not like the guy rejected her on the premise of a human being. He's not like, I hate you as a person. He's just like, I'm not sexually attracted to men. Uh, to me, I, I think of it in the same way of like, if I ordered a sandwich from Burger King and they put a chicken patty on it and I'd be like, no, thank you. And then they took the chicken patty off and put a burger patty on it. I'd be like, OK, I'm going to eat that now. It's it's almost the it's almost the same thing to me. It's like when you approach a person and you meet the standards of attraction, yeah, that's how shit works. And it's just funny that this is even worthy of being a topic. Cause when I read it, I was like, yeah, snore boring. Um, what are, what are your thoughts on it, Chris? <laughs> no, I think it's a pretty, I, look, it's, I think it's a very unique story. Um, I've never heard a story like this, especially under these circumstances. And, you know, these are, People, you know, this guy's in Kentucky, or I'm sorry, the girl is in Kentucky or whatever. I don't know if he, if they, if they both live there now, but yeah, this is it's it's really a crazy fucking story. Like, she hit him up on Facebook, and he was like, nah, no thanks. And then just the way that it circled back around like that, like now he's dating her, and it's just like, wow, uh, it's 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 it is uh, a, a, an interesting random convergence of uh, of love so to speak. Well, but. I mean, it's cer it's certainly coincidental in the sense of like, isn't that crazy that we tried this one or that I tried hitting you up once before. And then I tried again. I mean, it's that to me is coincidental. 
but mm-hmm. other than that it's not terribly crazy you know it's no more crazy than when i met the people from kalamazoo michigan when i was over in japan um mm. where it's like yes we're from the same hometown and we are meeting together on a mountain halfway across the other side of the world uh but it's like yeah that's that's crazy in that sense but reporters didn't come out of the woodwork to be like wow um <laughs> that's that's the thing to me that's that's where it's holding me up it's a cute story and i I have nothing i have nothing against these two people and i wish them all the best uh but that's the thing is i'm like this isn't worthy of reading or my time um this should this should have been a facebook post like isn't it funny um but not like the daily mail from the uk or whatever uh that's what that's where we read it the daily mail um Mm -hmm dot co dot uk yes, it was on the daily which mail. is which is funny that it's also in kentucky from the daily mail so the fuck yeah, is the daily mail doing American in kentucky from time to time why are they in kentucky um looking for bigfoot there's nothing in kentucky so well i don't think they actually went to kentucky for this story but i mean it's yeah a, but it's, it's a it's a story they found wrote on it i think it's a really interesting story because it's highly unique um and I just, I, with all the pictures in the story where you see the before pictures, after pictures, it's like, wow, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine rejecting somebody and then they come mm-hmm. back and they're like the hottest chick I could ever have a chance at. And then things work out. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. But yeah, I, I don't like know I if said, you knew who she was it... well he does he does now yeah. but um <laughs> call call me a cynic uh but it's a cute it's a cute story but i don't care mm-hmm. um that is that is honestly my take from it is i'm mm. like yeah don't don't care um cute story now i feel all warm and fuzzy not really i'm dead inside but um uh yeah i'm just like i'm like cool great so happy for him. And I mean, happy to have him on board. The The coolest part I thought about the story was how he, how cool he is with her. He is very open about her. He is very fine with her being trans. He is admitted that she's trans. She, he has introduced mm-hmm. her to the family and stuff like that. And he also says, I don't really care if she gets post-op or pre-op surgery. So kudos oh, to him. I Welcome. Think he has a leaning one way or the other. I think he just of has to say he... certain things. So of course he, he has a leaning a certain way. Of course he has a leaning one way or another. He doesn't have a podcast like you or me where I can say, I don't want pussy. Um, so, <laughs> well, you know, guys uh, just say things to, you know, so they don't get in trouble with the significant other. Just saying. I would say, I would say things. So I didn't get in trouble with the significant other. Know. If the daily mail interviewed me and they said, how do you feel about your girlfriend being pre-op or post-op? I'd be like, Oh, well, I, I still love her either way, and it doesn't bother me either way. And the and answer is, I would still a year later. <laughs> well, the answer is, I still love her either way. I mean, it doesn't change who she is as a person, but I mm. definitely have a preference, which is keep your dick, um, because I like gargling your balls. But you know, uh, well, um, th- I, I would say like this with it with him being open about this. Mm-hmm. And any of you guys out there, like, just Google this story. Look it up. Just mm-hmm. open up a different window on your phone. Google Google this story. It is, 
you see pictures of this girl, you're like, oh, well, well, yeah, oh, of course he he's sticking with her through thick and thin. But I think <laughs> if she was, you know, uh, shit, six two, and you know, was was two fifty, like I don't know if he'd be riding with her that hard. Like, you know, we're we're gonna be talking about some other people later on in the, in the show, but. I mean, everybody listening to this podcast know, you know, they know what I'm talking about when it comes to people who have, who are either struggling to pass after getting surgeries or haven't gotten surgeries yet. And they got, you know, super broad shoulders. Like, I'm just saying, like, he's, he's riding the privilege train here in terms of, oh, yeah, everybody, well, of course, everybody accepts her. She's fucking gorgeous. But if she wasn't gorgeous and she, you know, had a massive, I don't know, Adam's apple and no tits in and super short hair of would they really be as accepting? I don't think so. Well, I mean, <laughs> even in the well, even in the article, it talks about how people uh, have harassed them online, you know. Yeah. And the article, the article, I love that the article, this is the part that I also loved about the article. I love that the article censors this, um, but I'm not going to censor it, which is people have called him a faggot mm-hmm. and the article censors it. They say F- Dot, 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 dot. And I'm like, well, it's definitely not fuckhead. I'm like, so, um, I'm like, yeah. it's gotta be, it's gotta be people calling him a faggot and stuff like that. And he says, you know, it sucks. He said, but he doesn't care. Um, no, cause so, he, has the, he's, he has the hottest chick on his, in his entire zip code. In his he entire zip code? He has the hottest chick in his entire zip code. Like that is. It's probably all in all of Kentucky. Fine. It's Kentucky. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's be real. People listening in Kentucky, we love you, but you live in a four-star state. You might not be four-star guys, but your state is four stars. Um, well, hold on now. Hold so, on. We can't say all of Kentucky. I, oh. Here's what I would say. I would say all of Kentucky outside of any Division One colleges in Kentucky because you don't know how bad those bitches are on those D1 campuses, bro. You, you do I'm not just, know. There are I'm just saying stupidly gorgeous I think, chicks on those campuses. Well, I'm not even talking about chicks. I think naturally, well, I'm, what I'm going to say is not about chicks. Naturally, I think Kentucky looks beautiful, but they also have their senator is Mitch McConnell. So, <sighs> yeah, well, see, there we go. Um, God, is what he, I say is he dead yet? He's not dead already. Nope. I just I just yet? I swooshed that one. um so nailed it four stars bam right there on kentucky um sorry kentuckians vote that asshole out uh for sure and then find yourself some sexy trans girls because really that's what makes the world go round um i'm I'm telling you it it really does man absolutely 100 percent bitches out there well, it certainly is what make my, it certainly is what makes my dick go round, and <laughs> if my dick is happy, I'm happy. Um, so that's that's pretty much how I live my life these days. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's that story. Like Chris said, give it a give it a look up. Um, search just what what's the name of the what's the title of the story? I, I don't even know. I got it. Um, okay, so it, good. The headline reads, Transgender woman found love of her life after he rejected her as man. Okay, so search that. Read that story. Tell us if you're, you're going to be like Chris and you're going to be all bleeding heart and talk about how interesting it is. Or tell us if you're cynic like me and go, eh, don't care. Um, well, it's a very clickable story. It's unique. 
You know, it's certainly clickable. clickable. Yeah, it's it's clickable because they put a bunch of her pictures in there with a bunch of cleavage. So, um. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they also have the uh, all of her they have... fucking before pictures, which, dude, just, I swear to God, I will not sideline this entire show. All I need is a square two minutes. Yeah. All I have to do, because it's before pictures. We was talking about this before with these before pictures and trans chicks. Look, mm. ladies. Every Tuesday doesn't have to be Transformation Tuesday. I get it's a catchy name, but God damn it, I don't want to see your before pictures every week. Like, do it on your birthday or something, your your trans birthday. I don't know, like, a special day, but I'm on Instagram and one, 20%, like, one-fifth of your posts are before and after pictures. Like, I don't know, man. It's just, I'm, I'm not with it, like... It's weird. Well, it's and just, it, 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 it's just it's a pride thing. After a certain point, it's uh, just a pride thing. It's just saying that I'm proud of where I was yeah. to where I am today. Now, some um, girls out there, some people aren't being honest with themselves, and you you didn't come that far. <laughs> let's, um, let's, let's, uh, look, we being do we keep it real on the show or not? All the time. All right. I wasn't. Okay. I was. I wasn't. I wasn't going to go after no, no, you for you, that. You, I wasn't. You be, the shining example of what everybody should be. I'm going to just be grimy and keep it real on my own. So this is what Chris <laughs> says. I Eric wasn't going after you. Any of the uh, thoughts or pro- proclamations by Chris? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm like, okay, now now you're playing yourself. And it's just like, ugh. And I'm just like, dude, it, look, if I, if I had a trans gender girlfriend wife fiance whoever if we was living together and let's say mm-hmm. i have a little stand where all my pictures you know a picture from the dallas Cowboys stadium and my vegas picture and we're traveling pictures and all these other pictures that is not i wouldn't i wouldn't want to give any shelf space for your before pictures like you don't need to make a political statement on my on my shelf like mm. i i get it I get that you are proud of where you came from and all that stuff, but it's just, look, I know it's there. I just don't want it in my face every single day. I don't want your man. Mm. I don't want your before male pictures. You know, this is kind of, and maybe this is something that is problematic that we can get the trans girl on here to talk about, but this kind of Mm -hmm. plays into what you were talking about before with that story we just got done discussing. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm not attracted to men. So why? I don't want to see that. The guy mm. was like, "Yeah, I'm not yeah, attracted well, to men. Please, please lose my number." And then she came yeah. back as a trans female. He was like, "Oh, it's on. Let's do it." Yeah, for sure. So, for sure, I think it sort of plays into that a little bit. But Transformation Tuesday, we 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 have to put it on hiatus for at least a couple months. It is just <laughs> too too much, too much. Well, I think the I think there is something to be said about you know how much is too much um when do we when do we let the old self die and the new self be the new self without the shackles of the old self um honestly i've never met anybody who's like super into posting their old pictures uh and this is this is a true story but um natalie's uh natalie's mom actually posted a picture of natalie before her transition when she moved into her new house um and uh, when Natalie came to visit, she saw it and she was fucking furious. She's like, how dare you post or how dare you put up this picture of me? Um, 
this this person doesn't exist anymore this isn't a person that is here anymore why why would you why would you post that so um i think i think on instagram it's more of a it's it's more of a thing of look how far i've come mm-hmm. or i'm proud of the progress i've made but i don't know that they would go around displaying it on the regular as like come look at this you know come one come all come see the work of art and that kind of thing mm. uh but first of all i hate pictures to begin with uh pictures weird me out and that's not even that's not even like me joking or whatever pictures honestly creep me the fuck out uh especially pictures of myself so i don't take pictures that often i posted one like what three pictures of me or something like that or maybe one picture of me on instagram or whatever and like that's probably all i'll ever post um because i don't like taking pictures of myself and actually probably in a couple of years i'll take that picture away because as i change and grow it weirds me out to see what i looked like in the past so um it really does it freaks me the fuck out like my you parents occasionally a 10-year challenge now so that's yeah good. well it, occasionally occasionally uh you know my parents would be like oh look at this i found this like picture of you as when you were like four years old and it wigs me the fuck out um, really i i can i can't i can't handle it i don't know why mm. something about it uh i find pictures really upsetting so uh but i'm a i'm a weird person so that me saying that i have weird tendencies is not surprising to anybody um, you know what? I think the Daily Mail should write an article on how I'm a little bit weird. Um, seeing as <laughs> how they're covering the big article from the Daily Mail or Huffington Post, somebody doing a pot just on our podcast. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm just saying they should. I, I would like them to cover it, seeing as how they're covering the big topics. Um, they're hitting the real, the real hard pressing things. Wow, I am chewing them up. Um, <laughs> I am I am in hey, I am man, in rare form. Don't hate don't hate the player. I'm hating the player, god damn it. <laughs> um <laughs> so uh anyway. Um, thanks for letting me get my transformation Tuesday off my chest. Everybody getting can your hate beef me. out. Well please tweet uh, me no. at TTFM Chris on Twitter. I'm here for nobody's it. gonna nobody's gonna hate on you. Don't <laughs> hate on Chris. He's fine. We're keeping it real, folks. We're being we're being as true as we can possibly. One hundred, um, not half a buck. Um, <laughs> but uh, well, I was gonna say, you know, you said some of the girls hadn't come too far, and I was gonna say, even with the the supermodel ones, uh, you you they post their before and after pictures, and I'm like, yeah, you look the same, but you grew your hair out. Like you were so feminine before you <laughs> even took hormones that yeah. like. Yeah, barely moved half a block. Well, some um, of them, like, they don't change much from their initial, like, your first set of surgeries. Uh-huh, you yeah. get your tits popped in and you have a little facial feminization. And then they're like, oh, well, yeah, that was me 10 years ago. And now look at me now. And I'm like, what changed? you like, you look the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is that what you're trying <laughs> to point out? Is I still look young? Is that it? Okay. Yeah, that could be. I mean, sure. some of them have to... Oh man, this has nothing to do with trans people, but I do this on the regular at work. The whole looking young thing. I have to get I have to get signatures when I deliver packages of alcohol, mm-hmm. and when it's really really apparent that this person is obviously older than twenty one, and especially when they're women, um, 
you know, they go, do you need my ID? And I go, nah, I know you're over 21. And they get so offended. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, and I'm like, you're, I'm like, you're it. clearly like, I'm like, you're clearly like 47. I didn't say you were unattractive. I just said, I can tell you're not 21. Uh, besides, when's the last time you looked at a 21 year old chick? They're young as hell. Um, oh, I, well, you know, I'm I was, only t- I was uh, dating that one like I think last summer. Was so, she 21? Yeah, How old was she? Like children. Yeah, you're right. But that's what I, that's what I mean. Like, stupid too. So that's what I mean. Like it's yeah, so weird. I'm only stupid young. I'm only 28. But it's but first legal, of all, so yeah, I know, right? Anyways, that's right. Well, first of all, I like women to be slightly older than me. Uh, um, I actually, I actually prefer that, you know, Natalie's two years older than I am. So, mm. uh, but I'm 28 and I'm looking at these like kids. They're like, I'm 19 and, uh, okay. I, where was it? We went out to eat and they had a bar and this one girl's like, Oh my God, I'm so excited. I can, I can drink now. And I'm like, you, I'm like, you look like your mom put out your clothes for you this morning. Um, <laughs> Probably did. <laughs> like, did you take the school bus to the bar? I'm like, this is, I'm like, this is fundamentally wrong. Um, I'm flipping shit. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's, let's move on to the main show topic. Yeah, now that we've, it. now that we've burned up everybody's time and they're all gone. They're like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? And they probably like mm. turned it off. Um, <laughs> So now we're getting to the main show topic. So today we're going to talk about internet communications, relations, and essentially scams. So what I mean by that is we're going to talk about how guys communicate with trans women over the internet, whether they're looking for dates or sex or whatever it may be, and how these can, how the communication can be bad, how uh, you might end up in a scam or how you might get catfished. Um, so specifically, we're going to talk about like catfishing, gold diggers, and people ghosting. Um, and this came from, and this is where I plugged it a little bit earlier. And this came from, there's a new club in Florida. And the floor, the club in Florida is called the Atomic Club. And it is advertised as the only transgender club in all of Florida. Specifically catering to trans people, trans women, um and men of course they welcome anybody from the community they welcome you know straight people not straight people and uh the club sounds pretty cool it sounds like it's got a full bar it sounds like they've got some staff that hangs out and talks with you uh i don't know if the girls there are working in the sense of like as you know um girls you can pay to hang out with or maybe get a lap dance from or anything like that. It doesn't seem like it's a strip club, but I don't know 100% to be the case. Now, I reached out to the Atomic Club for uh, some information. I wanted to talk to some of their communications people and see what they're all about and get some more information from them. And unfortunately, we ended up playing phone tag for a little bit, and then I never heard back from the guy. So Atomic Club, if you want to reach out to us, uh, by all means, please do. You have our information, um, and we would love to talk to you about this. But the other, but because I could not reach them and could not get a hold of them, I'm going to continue on with this story. And this story is, at best, unverified. Um, so I want to make that 100% clear 
that this is just based on the research that we have done without talking to either of these people from what we have seen from what they have posted so i believe her name is elena genevieve maybe it's elena maybe it's elaine i don't really know she's a she's a trans instagram influencer i believe she has a youtube page and stuff like that she's like one of those beauty gurus and stuff like that well they say that or she claims that atomic club has stolen her pictures off of her instagram and used them on her website falsely advertising that she is in the club when she is not and that got me thinking about everybody's favorite internet issue which is catfishing um chris explain to us what catfishing is that's when uh you post photos online of somebody else but yeah you're acting mm-hmm. like it's you and i wasn't is, giving you a pop quiz um i wasn't trying to give you a pop quiz i was just trying to get you involved you're like oh uh, uh, but uh-huh, um cool. <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to catch you off guard but uh yeah, so, right, you, you're misrepresenting yourself. Um, and this club is essentially, if this is true, this club is essentially doing that and misrepresenting who visits the club. And like I said, that's all hearsay. I don't actually know. We don't have any concrete evidence. But based on what's swirling around online, that appears to be the case. And it got me thinking about this as in terms of communicating with trans girls. And how does this work with the club and – or not with the club, with catfishing and trans girls? So – Here's where I'm going to come at this. It's I'm going to tell an uh, anecdotal story from my own personal experience, uh, but I'm also going to talk about it in the sense that keep in mind with with all of these internet uh, issues, I'll just say because I can't call them all scams because they're not all scams, but with all of these internet issues, trans people and trans girls specifically occupy an extremely extremely small group of people in the population there are not that many trans people in the world that's just how it shakes down there are more uh there are more gay people in the world there are more bisexual people in the world of course there are more straight people in the world Uh, and trans people really occupy the smallest space on the lgbt uh portion spectrum um it's just not that common to be transgender even if you're like wow there's all this porn and stuff like that of course there are still millions of trans people around the world but you think about it and it's only like some two percent of the population is trans uh and that is well that's really really small um that's so small in fact that you could feasibly live an entire life without ever encountering a single trans person um so having said that it, it almost makes sense that catfishing would be a thing because because people can say like, oh, you know, I really am this person that you're searching for and they're just lying because it's more likely that they're lying than they're telling the truth. So my personal experience is uh, a while back, Natalie and I had talked about having a threesome, uh, expanding our sexuality expanding our relationship having a threesome doing stuff like that and so we took to grinder because we figured that was a good hookup place for that and holy moses is grinder full of the catfishes um there's like every other every other account on there is hands down a catfish account i don't know how many times i came across people that used pictures of like Aspen Brooks or Daisy Taylor or 
what's her name? Ella Hollywood, the new one that looks like the new Sabrina chick. Um, you know who I'm talking about, Chris? The one that mm-hmm. looks like she's she's blonde, has the dark eyebrows, looks like yep. the Sabrina from the Netflix show. Um, I'm pretty sure they're the same person. I don't <laughs> believe that they're different people. Um, but uh, like people, people with their pictures on their account, and I'm like, I'm like, well, maybe try to catfish as less famous porn stars. Um, to me, that's almost like the equivalent of going on Tinder and putting up a picture of Jenna Jameson. I don't know if she's still the popular one that dates me as in that's the last time I saw porn with a vagina, which was Jenna Jameson. But, um, uh, it's that sort of thing. So anyway, the point is that we actually never found anybody for a threesome because most of it was fake and most of it was catfishing and the few people that we did find available um, and that we even got into some communications with when we got more pictures confirming that they were who they were, uh, they were not who they said they were. Um, we're like, whoa, these 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 pictures that you just took are vastly different than the pictures on your profile so so that's that's my spiel on you know that what are your what are your thoughts chris and i I think everybody out there listening to this podcast you all know uh uh, grinder is a fucking dumpster fire um i will say the one good thing i got out of grinder was meeting uh maddie beautiful who was on our podcast Mm -hmm. earlier Yep. Uh, that was literally the only positive thing that happened in my life related to Grinder. So Grinder mm-hmm. is is it's the worst, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, it's just nothing. Not not too much good ha- happens out of that. But I mean, it's the same for Tinder and all the rest of them. Like, dude, they're just hookup apps, bro. And I get that. Like, yeah, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of catfishing, and I'm assuming the the people that were posing as porn stars were like sixty year old men and and, and cross-dressing men <laughs> were just well like i think completely i think disgusting. those were scammers <laughs> I, well, I think they were scammers and the reason i think they were scammers is because occasionally they will message you mm-hmm. and they'll be like oh hey what's going on well i'm already wise that they're not who they say they are yep. and so like a couple times on grinder i'd be like wow you're so hot let's meet up and uh which is not my tactic my tactic is not immediately Let's meet up. And I, I would I would be as cruel as I or as crude as I could possibly be. I'm like, wow, let's meet up. Let's fuck right now. And then immediately go, oh, my God, I want to hook up with you. You just have to register at this website. And then they send you a link to a website that wants a credit card. And I'm like, bada bing, bada boom. I'm like, there it is. Um, nope. So to me, that's both a scam and a catfish, because even if I went through the scam and for somehow you got my information and still ended up meeting up with me, you're not who you fucking say you are. Um, and I know that for a fact. So absolutely, uh, and it, it's not always as egregious as this. Uh, everybody, yeah. it's really. I would say the the problems that I'm having in dating mm-hmm. online and the, uh, certain apps that are, you know, earmarked for transgender dating and all that kind of stuff and websites, mm-hmm. whatever else. Like, dude, way too many women, way too many trans girls use filters use filters oh, yeah. on literally ev- like a lot of these girls use filters on every single fucking photo that they post on their profile and it's like how are you expecting to find love if you can't do any if, if all you can do is misrepresent yourself well like, yeah and it gets hard to know smooth. just show it as it is like i'm here to meet somebody that i can fall in love with 
or that I could want to be around. And I'm not, I, you, so you want me to just fall in love with these pictures and then show up and meet somebody different? Like what the hell? Dude? Well, yeah. And it, it really leads to an, uh, thing, a sense of disappointment. You know, you could, oh yeah, you could meet up, you, you look at these filters and you go, Oh, they're looking good. And then you meet up with them and their hair falls off. And you're like, <laughs> I didn't know that. You're like, according to those filters, I didn't know that that was a wig. Like, Oh, I didn't yeah, think no, I it can, was. Well, I'm I'm very well, the, sensitive to the, wigs. I can spot them, right? Man. But I'm saying even with the filters, though, because those filters kind of smooth everything over. They like do. if they have a if they have a like a non good mesh wig, you might not be able to tell with a bad with a good filter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, ladies, the, stop with the filters. Just stop. and the filters are getting more advanced too. Yeah. Um, and they're getting like scary at or at least go half uh, and half like half got filters half don't like yeah we'll just have a couple pictures that are filters. real yeah and and that's not even a makeup thing like you can wear makeup guys can tell yeah what makeup is, makeup is and what makeup is in the filter and it's like yeah i know and it's like the filters just... can be confusing and and me as a man if if i meet you if if I get sold if I get sold sold the bill of goods online and then I meet you mm-hmm. and I'm not getting what I thought I was gonna get, mm-hmm. I'm I'm the kind of guy I'm nice, like mm-hmm. I won't say anything I won't hurt your feelings, and I may even find out that you're a pretty nice person and may want to go out on a second date with you. But at the end of the day, it's gonna be at the back of my mind and I may be a little resentful of you know how mm. you deceived me to begin with and it's it's really not going to go anywhere positive in the long term it's i'm gonna ghost you i'm gonna just stop talking to you i'm like okay well that that little thing is done because i mean she she's super insecure and lied mm. to me straight up and didn't even address it like i would say it would help out a lot if you said look i know I don't look exactly like the pictures that I gave you online. Like, just address it. Uh, uh, yeah. Be, take responsibility for your actions. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, hold yourself well, you accountable know, and let me know that you're holding yourself accountable and you're just not trying to lie and get by on lies. Yeah. Well, you said you said something that I think is really important, which is you're a nice guy and it's going to be okay. But there are a lot of people that are not nice guys. No, and no, no. If you show up and it isn't like your filtered pictures and your wig falls off, you could be in real trouble. And, you know, that's also a PSA for the girls, too, the girls out there. And guys, of course, real real quick, for the guys that are listening and guys that we know are listening and I'm certain you're cool dudes, be cool. Always be cool. It's never worth hurting anybody over anything. Like, just you just don't do that. But girls out there, be safe. We want you to be safe. Um... You know, we, we're always advocating for safety. So it's 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 that too, where it's like doing that, catfishing can lead to a lot of danger. Uh even in that shitty MTV show, Catfish, um, I'm pretty sure I've seen clips. Awesome show. And the reason I've never watched it, Natalie occasionally puts it on, on her phone and I can hear it and it makes me wanna it makes it's me wanna like kill myself. Uh huh. Um <laughs> sure, but from what I've heard, some people get real fucking irate. Um, mm-hmm. So be safe. Get not not safe to catfish. Don't do it. It's just you know, girls. It's like playing with fire. 
Um, and as we discussed in our special uh, definitions or topics or whatever the fuck it was called episode, playing with fire is when you pretend that you're not trans when you are and that you have a vagina when you don't. So filtering is more or less the same thing. You can use filters for fun, but put on some real pictures like Chris said. Put put some real shit out there so we know what we're getting into. You mm-hmm. will find a... You, the fun part about this is you will find a guy regardless of of how you look there is somebody out there that will find you hot period um i have yet to encounter a human being that nobody finds attractive uh and you know that that might not be that might mean that i don't find you attractive but there's sure as shit somebody that does um Mm -hmm. and so so play it real play for the fellas too though like oh that's that's for everybody that's what i mean like they're post an unflattering picture I, I i always do it it's safe to post a picture from an angle that is not flattering at all show that double chin fellas show whatever you're trying to hide or trying to you know whatever you don't want to put on there as from your perfect shot angle for your profile pictures and stuff just have one picture on there where you kind of look like a mess uh-huh just prepare them yeah just be real that's it Yeah, um, for sure. So, um, yeah, just just prepare them. Just be real. Yep. I mean, I, I can't think of anything else for catfishing, but catfishing is one that you are going to encounter all the time on there, guys. So be aware that people aren't who they say they are. I think the easiest way to confirm a person is who they say they are is just ask them to take a selfie with a piece of paper with the date. Or mm. ask them to take a selfie with the thumbs up, middle finger, doing the peace sign, um, you know, something something unique. Ask for a specific, unique selfie and tell these people that you will return in kind, that you will send them one as well or send them one first, proving that you are who you say you are. Um, don't make them jump through hoops. Don't say, like, you have to wear... I want to see you in your panties and I want the panties to be pink with polka dots and I want the bra to be blue with stripes and you have to have your hair in a pigtail and I want you to have glasses on and in front of a Ferrari in a tree uh, with a goat. Um, Just real simple. Just I want to see you as you are right now, whatever you've got on with a piece of paper that says today's date or says hi, whatever your fucking name is. Or anything like that, because if they can take that picture, and if they give it, if they get that shit back to you right quick, you know it's a real person. Mm-hmm. Now, if you tell them to do that, and it's something like, "Oh, give me a thumbs up," and they take three hours, and then they come back to you, and you can't really see their face, or it's too dark, or whatever, then they're probably bullshitting you. So, it's a matter hey, of being smart that way. I would also say. Um... Oh man, I'm sorry, I completely forgot. Oh, guys, <laughs> that's a good comment. Really, don't. I'll just be real. Don't, don't, don't shoot out of your like. Be honest about what kind of girl you can actually get in real life. Like, just be mm. honest with yourself. If you're, if if you are honestly a four and you're going after a chick that's a ten online and then she's receptive, probably a fake person. I'm just saying. Or looking for money. Yeah, or is looking for money. Which we're going to get into But either way, it's not a real... You're not going to get that real relationship you're looking for. Like, it's just... 
Some, it's if, unlikely. If it's, too, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. That's all I'm saying. Ye- yep. Or if it looks like a trap, it probably is. Um, <laughs> Shout so... out to Admiral Akbar. Yeah, that's right. It's a trap. Um, <laughs> you know he had a boner when he said that. He wasn't thinking it was a galactic <laughs> trap. He was just like, oh boy. Um, good old is Admiral. He is a... Yeah, he's a he's a trans attract Admiral Akbar is a trans attracted whatever the fuck he is. Um, <laughs> he is a trans attracted Akbar. Um, I just assume Akbar is not his name, but his race of fish people. Um, so because he looks like a fish people. Anyway, uh, speaking of fish people in Star Wars, I want to see the Star Wars things, but I hate the concept of Disney Plus, and I'm so torn. Um, Dude, it's seven dollars. Like, Come on, I know, just do it. but it, but it's do like, it. uh, anyway, do it. It doesn't have do that it. much. It really doesn't have that much to watch on there anyway. So, but it has Star Wars. So yeah, the movies. They don't have a lot of content outside the movies. They have, they have Clone the Mandalorian Wars, the show. They have Rebels. I I thought Clone Wars was pretty good. Clone from what Wars I was good, but it's not new. I've seen it all. Uh, yeah, well, they have the Mandalorian, now. so three episodes um, worth. I have to. I'm not touching that one until they finish the first season. Yeah, well, we've seen all the pictures of Baby Yoda. I have not seen the pictures of Baby Yoda, but that's because fuck no. you, Disney Plus. Well, I live my life um, on social media. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You you definitely do more than me. I'm busy delivering stuff virtually and in real life. Anyway, <laughs> um, yay callbacks. That's a fun part from the beginning of our show. If you've just joined mm-hmm. us anyway um and if you just randomly clicked on whatever this timestamp is uh yep. any anywho yeah if you're just like you know i'm gonna start this show and click at 50 minutes um <laughs> but anyway uh so moving on we just mentioned it uh and i want to talk about the gold diggers and i don't mean well I, actually i could mean that so gold diggers can be both catfish people and they can be super hot chicks that just want your fucking money so these super hot chicks might be real they might be able to send you that verification photo mm-hmm. of them being real they will never ever 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 meet you in real life they're not interested in you in real life they want your fucking money so what these people do is they strike up a fake relationship with you um they will treat you as if though they're interested in you they will treat you as if though they want to date you they will treat you as if though you are their man that oh they they and they'll be like oh i love you and you're so important to me and we're going to meet up one day and you know you are really special to me and they will text you on a regular basis and they will talk to you and then they will ask you for things like oh my car just broke down and i don't get paid until next week and i have can I have a hundred bucks? And it starts off real small. It starts off real simple. And then it just keeps going. And they just siphon money off of you forever and ever and ever without ever meeting up. Um, this happens all the time. It especially happens with people that are overseas. Uh, overseas is the safest bet because oh, they know that you yeah. can't. They know that you can't really just get to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they can just sort of disappear to where from wherever they are. And overseas is also an easy way to siphon money because they can't afford their visa or they were going to, but their passports expired and they need money for their passport or, you know, they need money for this or that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you end up giving them money, 
then they just take it and they just keep stringing you along for more money and you never meet up and you never get laid and or any of that so that relationship is fake and the real problem about that one and this is why it's hard this is why this one's so hard um because because they act as if though they're interested in you and that's what's the real trick is it can be hard to to tell a person that seems like they really do care about you that you know that they don't care about you and that they're just using you that can be hard especially when you feel like you've built a relationship with this person um man look so you get took like that i'm sorry in my mind i'm like you you kind of deserve it dude you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have seen that shit coming a mile away i sorry. that's what you get for I being a trick I, I, I half agree and I half don't agree. I half agree and I half game don't agree. Because it, game, bro. Yeah, but game not all game is... Recognize game. But that's the thing is you can only recognize game if you've kind of... If you're kind of... If you have an eye for it, like you and I, Chris. Like we... You and I, for back of, lack of a better term, we're a bit cynical. We're a bit sort of... We're looking at everything with the side eye. But if you're a trusting good person, you can get taken for a run. Yeah, um, or just extra Thursday or whatever. You, you, I mean, the, some guys I mean, who just travel over there and fuck with these chicks. Like, extra Thursday is definitely a, uh, one of the way to do chick it. Trying to pull some, I don't know what she was doing, but mm-hmm. you know, she went. She was trying to get me to come out to the Philippines to visit her, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, no. I said I'm I'm trying to plan a trip right now, but I'm not gonna well, go yeah, to she, the Philippines to visit with you. Yeah, she like, wants your liver. I'm not going to give you, like, I'm not going to go there and then show you a good time. Like, you should be showing me a good time. I'm visiting. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I think I met her on um transgender date, and then we went off of that to, like, WhatsApp and started messaging on WhatsApp, and then... And oh, there's a ton of them like, on okay, transgender date. Okay, I'm done. Date. I'm wasting my time here. Like, I didn't give her Even no money, when... but that's just because I don't give people money like that, but... Even when I was on transgender nah. date, like, seven years ago... Uh, people were messaging me like that all the time, and I oh, just yeah. never even wasted. My, I never even I wasted mean, my time with it. She seemed like a regular chick. Like I was just asking about like what you do, and she had a bunch of pictures up, and her picture was the same across mm-hmm. the board. Once we switched apps, and her picture yep. still is the same. Like she, like it's in my WhatsApp contact. She's still there, right? But uh, and she's but I she's mean, just, she didn't ask yeah, me for money straight up. She just wanted me to come out there like. Those girls over there in like Thailand and where South, pretty much Southeast Asia, like they keep like two or three American boyfriends that they just get to buy exactly. Them shit and just they they keep them like like some dudes keep a stable of hoes. Like you just got all exactly. these motherfuckers on deck to do for you, and they give you money, and that's the thing is yeah, they're gonna give you money chunk. and don't be and a you trick. Might, you trick right. your and money you off even... on women. It, it never ends well. Well, yeah, and that's what I was going to say is you're going to – even if everything goes well and you end up going over there and, like, meeting up with this person, one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to siphon your money over there and have you buy them a bunch of purses and dumb shit, mm-hmm. and you might get to have sex once or twice, and then you go home and it's going to continue that way, mm-hmm. and it will never advance to non-money transactions in the form of gifts, or they're going to fucking inoculate you and take your fucking liver, and they're not going <laughs> to – and they're not going to even take your liver to put on the black market. I'm pretty sure they're going to eat it because oh, they're lizard. Okay. Because they're lizard people. Um, 
Not, I'm not saying I'm not saying Filipino people are lizard people. I'm no. just saying I'm pretty sure they're lizard people. Also, this is a conspiracy podcast now. It's all about conspiracies. Um. <laughs> well, uh, another something else, guys. If your girl, if if this girl you're texting with has a has an Amazon wish list, just stop. Oh Jesus! Just stop. Who the who the fuck has an Amazon list wish? Literally all the all the porn all the professional porn stars amateur porn oh, no. stars i know they just want money on twitter instagram whatever it's like their their link in their bio is their amazon wish list and i'm just like who the fuck is buying you this shit like what kind of dumb bitch i'm not spending 20 dollars on you to get shit you spend 20 dollars to get your own shit yeah i, mean, I know there are right? guys that that simp and do that shit there's a lot of there's a lot of trick motherfuckers that do that shit but it's just i don't you guys, if if you're listening to this podcast and you buy shit for these women who you only know through Twitter, Instagram, and you buy them stuff from their Amazon wish list, you're fucking it up for all the rest of the guys. I want you to know that. Well, right yeah, now. the fact the Just fact that it, it even the fact that it even works is amazing. And I don't mean to say who has wish lists. I mean I know that it's the amateur people, that it's the cam people, that it's the scam people that have yeah. wish lists. And I know that there are guys that buy them for wish lists. But what I'm saying is I have an Amazon account and I don't even have a fucking wish list. I just search for what I want, I buy it, and that's it. The only place I have a wish list is on my Switch's online eShop account. And that's because I that's because I bookmarked so many fucking games. I can't remember which ones I bookmarked. So when they come up for sale, I know which ones are on sale. Um, but that's that's all. That's the only place that I even have a wish list. You know, it's interesting that uh, you mentioned Instagram. There's a person that we follow. Guys, you should follow her too. I think her name is Mrs. MRS underscore HTX. Um, oh, the Houston chick. Yeah. Yes. And... Um, she has she 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 posted a story recently about how somebody I'm pretty sure it was hers posted a story recently about how somebody has created a fake account using her pictures and this fake account has an OnlyFans and an Amazon wish list and people are fucking spending money for that shit. And she says this is and she even got on her she even got on her story. She's like, This is not me. Do not ask for this. I do not have this. This is my only page. This is a scam. You're falling for this shit. She's she's out there being legit and warning guys saying, stop being fucking stupid. Um, mm -hmm. what, what are you doing buying lingerie for cam girls, dude? Like, that doesn't... I'm not saying you. I'm just meaning guys in general. Like, these, these cam girls, they say, buy me lingerie. So you buy them lingerie and it comes in and what do they do? They say your username on their cam show and they say, now it takes 500 tokens for me to put this lingerie on. So <laughs> you got, you got played is what happened. Um, so you spent money know, to spend more money. Like a picture with it on or something. But at the end Doubt of the day, it. did you get your dick wet? No. Okay. When well, then you wasted your money. Sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, even if they send them a picture of, like, this is me in the lingerie you bought me, I'll bet they fucking tuck. Um, like, it, or if, it's like, hey, here's a video of, of, of some other guy fucking me with the yeah. lingerie you bought me. <laughs> and you're just like, wait, what? If, <laughs> if I sent Natalie, my girlfriend, say I lived away from Natalie again. Mm. Say I had to go back to Japan and I lived away from Natalie and I sent her lingerie and she sent me a picture and she said, this is the lingerie that you sent me. Isn't it cute? And she had tucked herself. 
I would have been furious. I'd throw my computer out of a fucking building. If she um, tucked while wearing lingerie that you bought for her. Yep. And sent me a picture of it. Uh, because if she's like, here's the picture. And I'm like, where's your bulge? I'd be like, oh my God. And this is a girl that I can have sex with anytime I want. In other words, don't fucking do it. It's stupid. The picture's going to be disappointing. Um, you get what I'm saying? Doesn't matter. Don't care. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I get that you, uh, are, you really need the bulge to happen. Yep. <laughs> and that's kind of a, a deal breaker for you. I don't know why I have to on every show say that I'm a crazy person. Like, is this just standard? Is this just standard issue now? Do we get it? Like, I'm a crazy person. Oh, really a nice guy, which you can't say because then you sound like an incel. Um, <laughs> but um, have you ever read anything from incels? It's creepy as hell. No. Um, I, I actually was on Reddit and there's like a whole incel page or whatever where they just post things of creepy incels. And I'm like, this is like, this makes my skin crawl. Um, I'm not scared of much, but this is creepy as hell. So anyway, and that is their calling card. They're like, I'm such a nice guy. And I'm like, good thing I consider myself an asshole. Um, They used to be our uh, running joke at my frat. uh, Oh, yeah. When it came time to vote guys in or whatever at the end of the Uh semester. Uh, Because, you know, we'd have discussion on each person and <laughs> the one thing people would say where for a while they were saying like yeah he's a really good he's a good guy and he really wants it and it's just like uh-huh. okay now that's <laughs> now we're just saying now we're just joking about he's a good guy and he really wants it because that's like the selling point for everybody yeah i know right that wants to get in and that's that's the selling point for anything that's like that's like going to a job interview and being like my greatest strength is that i just work too damn hard um yeah. So, uh, I just, I usually tell them at job interviews that my greatest strength is that I work best alone. Um, I, you know what? So, I don't even ask that stupid fucking question. Like when I, I don't think people, that you should that one, not their, I'll, I'll, I can, I can ask them their greatest strength, but I don't give a fuck about what they think their greatest weakness is. Cause they're not going to tell the truth. Nobody oh, I, tells I always, the truth. people try and bend shit around and you're, oh, mind, I always tell your the heart truth. of hearts. What you think is weak about your job performance. You do not share with somebody that you're trying to get to hire you. Oh, I always tell them. And my, my, one of my greatest weaknesses is, well, I have two greatest weaknesses for, for job one. I don't play well with others. And two, I'm too fucking honest. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll regularly say when bullshit is bullshit and I, I often want to kill my coworkers. Um, so, but, uh, that's a topic for a different podcast altogether. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I love how workers stress uh, us out. It happens for sure. You, we, you're um, telling me, drive me fucking crazy. If I'm trying to get somebody to give me a six figure salary and they want to know what my greatest weakness is, they need to talk to my references because they're not going to get it out of me. And well, yeah, I don't if it's just know why you would expect to get it out of anybody with well real now money hold, hold, in the balance. Hold on, hold on. You didn't say six figures. You just said a new job. Yeah. Now, if it were if it were six figures, are you fucking kidding me? I'd be like, what's my greatest weakness? My greatest weakness is that I just try so exactly. hard and I'm just exactly. such a pleaser. It would be and bullshit. Gosh, yeah. sometimes I just can't get home to the family at night because I'm working overtime. That, I don't give a shit. You're giving me six figures. Really want. Uh-huh. Even if it isn't six figures, it's seventy thousand. You're still, you really want that job? 
I mean, these people, you're paying, you're paying that kind of money. They're not going to tell you the truth. Just talk to their references and try and drag it out of one of their references. Cause you know, people don't like throwing their friends under the bus, but there is a way yeah. you can get them to just tell the truth. And I love a when lot they, of times people don't give the best references anyways. Their references are people that barely like them. Oh, I, I love when, I love when the references, when it says give three references that are not friends or relatives. And I'm like, who the fuck do you think references are? Um, they have to be former not, managers. Well, yeah, I know that, but I'm like, I'm not gonna not pick people who don't like me. Oh, yeah. um, but like, I don't your even know. You're like, if they gave you me, if you put me on there as a reference, they'd be like, okay, well, when did you two work together? I'd be like, we work together all the time. We're co-hosts on the on. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we work together on a podcast, but no, I wouldn't say even a podcast. I would just say a broadcasting show. Um, yeah. because you just, you just lie. Uh, you just make it sound, I mean, like if I said one of my skills was changing a light bulb, it said I, I single-handedly take care of an electrical issue to increase safety and productivity in an area. Dude, so changing a light bulb. Honest, I don't even call references that aren't management. Yeah. That's the lesson um, for all you people out there. When you put references on your, on your resume, they need to be management. If they are not management, yeah. they pretty much don't count. Yeah, well, I uh, I don't I don't even list jobs that didn't go so well for me, like, and that's smart jobs, jobs <laughs> that, that I jobs jobs that I had to leave disgracefully. Mm -hmm. um, I've never technically been fired, but I've been pretty fucking close to fired. Uh, where I'm like, okay, we're just gonna leave and leave <laughs> this here. Those don't even show up on my work history. Never mm -hmm. even happened. Um. I still say I have the skills from the job, but I just don't say how I got those skills. Uh -huh. Anyway, um, so uh, moving for, on. Uh, going down that rabbit hole with us, everybody. Absolutely. fucking got some uh, good information out of that. I say we are here just helping the world. Yep. Um, helping you guys out. So we're going to talk about the, the next one is I want to talk about um, uh, the girls who ghost. And uh, for those of you who don't know what ghosting is, really? Really? That's what I got to say. Moving on. So Girls Who Ghost. I'm not even going to explain it. Um, <laughs> uh, so what? So what's up with these girls that just you're talking to them, talking to them, talking to them, and then they disappear into the ether. Uh, they just poof, gone. Mm -hmm. You just don't hear from them anymore. And it's not even in a dating thing. We've had the we've Chris, you and I, we've reached out to people to try to get interviews, to get on the show. And they'll be like, wow, you know, I really want to do this. Or this sounds really interesting. Let's set up a time to talk about it. And we go, great. And then they never show up. And then you text them and you say, hey, you missed the, the time. That's okay. You know, things happen. And then they just never respond. They're just gone. They're just fucking a fart in the wind. Uh, <laughs> the, the shit is up with that. Like that, okay, that drives me fucking crazy. But Chris, I know you have more recent experience than I do with this. I have some experience, but I want you to take this one with because ghosting? you're Yeah, well yeah, but I you're still in the, the ghost. Yes. Well yeah, but you're you're still you're still in you're still in the game. I am um, in the game and as fucked up as it is, I'm happy uh -huh. I'm in it than out of the game with somebody I barely like. So mm -hmm. fellas, if you're gonna get out the game, be a hundred percent sure that's what you want to do. But um you know, people are flaky, and it just it it gets really stupid because you're trying to deal with adults, and then people don't want to be adults. And you know, it's like uh, even just not even meeting people or dating. It's just you know, 
you're trying to establish a, a decent line of communication with a lot of these girls and you want to get to know them just a little bit and messaging is going well and you're messaging them back and forth, back and forth. And they just stop out of nowhere. And you're just like, the fuck happened? It's, it's, a, I didn't it's say anything annoying. crazy. So it's not that like, you know, sometimes you kind of go into your mind like, okay, what did I do? Like, let's play that back. And yeah, you know, usually can't find anything. And, it's it, people are flaky as fuck and they just I don't I don't get folks sometimes but look they they don't owe me nothing so well yeah they don't, online. I know that they don't owe you nothing but I think this is a problem with online communication which is people and I've I've heard and I've read of things for people who are like oh you know I ghost and whatever and they just go I just got bored and I just stopped talking back or whatever mm-hmm. and this is one thing that I hate about online. And what I hate about online is I don't like, I ask, okay, so for me in my personal life, I ask a million billion questions, even when I already am a hundred percent certain that I know the situation. Like Natalie just said, I'm going over to my mom's. And I said, okay, when do you plan on being back? And she's like, I don't know. And I said, well, yeah, but what's the time range you plan on being back? She's like, I don't know between this and this time. I said, okay, you're going to eat over there. And she's like, I don't know. I might. And I said, so what are you going to do over there? Just like hang out. She's like, what do you care? And for, for me, it's not, I'm not trying to micromanage it, but for me, it grates on me when I don't have all the information. And that's just a me thing. That's, that's my OCD kicking in. That's why I go to counseling on the regular and whatever. I try to get over that shit. But I am so prodding and questioning that I'm like, I got to know, I got to know, I got to know, I got to know, even when it's inconsequential. So like ghosting and the communicating on Internet drives me personally fucking crazy when people are bored. And I think that's one of the major problems of communication with the Internet, because if you meet a person in a bar and you're talking to them, sometimes they'll say, I'm not interested. Sometimes they'll say, I'm you know, not here for that. Sometimes they'll, you'll, you'll get cues from them that they're really not wanting to talk. Um, uh, ghosting is like the cheap equivalent of getting up out of the bar, out of the seat, looking at the person, turning around and running away while going, ah, um, and just running down the street. It's the coward's way out in the sense of like, what are you doing just disappearing? Just tell me why you fucking disappeared. That's what drives me nuts. Just all you got to do is say, I'm bored. I don't want to talk to you. I'm not interested. Great. Thank you. Have a nice day. But you're right in that they don't owe you shit. But the reason I bring this up is not because it's a scam and not because it's even catfishing. Although it may it may result from one of those things. If a catfish thinks that you're about to discover who they are, they might ghost you. If a scam thinks that you're on to their scam, they might ghost you. But that's actually for your benefit in both those cases. But when it is what you think is going well with a legitimate person, know that there's, there's I would say, a 50-50% chance that they just might disappear into the wind. They're gone. They never even were. I don't fucking understand people like that. I don't get it. I mean, you know, online dating is a, it's a numbers game, man. You really got to... That's why, you know, sometimes you'll have like 20 different people you matched with and, you know, maybe. Oh, yeah. No. Out to a conversation. But, you know, well, something you see a lot. In, um, you see a lot. You see this a lot more nowadays in in profiles is a lot of people like make sure to mention that, hey, I'm not looking for a pen pal. I am here. Yeah. For dates to do real dates, dates in the real world. 
So well, you if know, you're not looking to meet up, don't chat. Well, you know, Natalie asks, Natalie occasionally, and she still asks me this, and she's asked me this for damn near seven years now, a little less than seven years because it hasn't been quite seven, but she's asked me for years and years and years, and she asked me once in a while, she goes, hey, how many girls were you talking to, uh, you know, before you and I were talking? And I'm like, a lot. And she's like, what do you mean a lot? Like four or five? I mean like 20 to 30 different people. And she's like, you were talking to that many? I'm like, it's a fucking numbers game. I said, you got to play the odds. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I just grab a handful of darts and I chuck them at the wall and I hope one of them hits the dartboard. That's how that fucking works. I don't have time to go through one by one by one by one by one. Um, but the difference is, is that the people who didn't ghost me and the people who didn't pan out, I would be like, thanks, not interested. I'm not ghosting them right now. So like right now I'm working with realtors to get a house and once i get a house secured which i put on a pending offer once i get a house secured i'm going to text every other realtor that i'm working with because i'm not in the contract with any of them i'm just it's from internet search to search to search on the seller of the house um once i find a house i'm going to text all my other realtors and go we found something thank you but i'm not just going to disappear because that drives me fucking ballistic uh well yeah, I don't know. It depends if I liked him. I would, but well, I don't even care if I liked him. Around team, be like, hey, so you still in the market? Be like, nah, I found something. Thanks, bye. Yep, yep, yep. yep. But they, I'm but, not gonna find them. They gonna, they're, but they'll, they'll, they'll loop back because they, they're salespeople. It's their job to keep yeah, in contact true. with you. That's true. But what we're saying here, guys, is that you should expect these girls to flake out and ghost. Um, as I mentioned, well, I, I, I talked to Chris about this in the pre-show. Um, uh, these girls, so for all of these things, for catfishing, for gold digging, for the wish lists, for ghosting, the reason it works is because in the dating realm, especially in online, the trans girls hold the power. And what I mean by that is that, uh, trans women are, are exceedingly rare in the world they're just not they're just not very common it's not common to come across a trans person there are only like two percent of the population worldwide is trans which is millions but not billions um there's really not that many you are more likely to come across any other group than you are uh trans people um so because of that there is there's 20 guys for every one trans girl and your odds are against you where she's being bombarded by everything. And she can ask, she can ask for this stuff like money and whatever, because, because somebody's going to give it to her. Um, one of those 20 guys is going to fall for it and it's probably not going to be you, but at the same time, 15 of those guys are going to get ghosted. And that's more likely to be your odds is that you're going to get ghosted on these things, or you're going to, you know, fall into a catfishing thing. So they, they hold the power because we have to come look for them. Uh, and that's why I think it's important to be an honest, genuine, nice person. Um, and just be real and try your chances at being real. Because if you start playing their bullshit game, they will catch on that it is uh bullshit and that you're not playing 
the game the same or you're not you that you're playing the what what's the word i'm looking for that you're playing the game the same that they're playing so when they're trying to catfish you if you come at them and start catfishing with like some filtered bullshit of your abs being eight packs and looking like batman uh they're gonna know you're up to some shit and they're gonna they're gonna ditch you if you tell them that oh i can buy you lingerie if you support this or whatever of mine uh they're gonna be up to that and then you're gonna get the shit end of the stick don't try with the cam girls don't say like hey you do chat to chat or cam to cam or whatever or you want to see my cock you won't be disappointed they're not fucking interested they've got literally guys lined up around the block that aren't going to ask them that and are going to give them money so don't even try your your luck there as far as ghosting goes your likelihood of getting ghosted is more likely than your likelihood of not getting ghosted so you try you be earnest you be real about it but know that it's going to come down to a numbers thing she has more men talking to her than you have girls talking to you that's the facts unless you're the sexiest man alive whom i can't remember i saw it on what was it the us or the people magazine recently in the stores i don't remember which person it was unless you're the sexiest man alive which you're not uh you're just not gonna have people lined up around the block for you and it doesn't even matter if your dick's 12 inches long they still don't care it's about being genuine and being real look I don't say all this to disappoint anybody or to deter anybody from trying. I actually recommend trying over and over and over again and going at it because it worked out for me. Like I constantly say, I'm six and a half years into a solid loving relationship with a beautiful trans woman that I wouldn't pick anybody else to be with. It worked for me. Now it took some time doing. I had to play the numbers. I got ghosted. I got turned away. I got attempted to be scammed. I didn't fall for that shit, but um, there were definitely catfishes in there to be certain. But if you navigate through and you keep trying, you can find a person. You know, Chris isn't in a solid relationship, but he has had short relationships with girls and he has gone on dates and he has done it too. He's gotten through it as well. And so can you guys. It's all about being real and playing it real. Now, Chris and I have different styles of playing it real. I'm more aggressive than Chris is and Chris is way more gentlemanly than I am. But you play it as to who you are and how you are as a person and it will pan out eventually. Like I said earlier in the show, I don't care what you look like. Somebody will find you attractive. And that goes for trans women too. Somebody will find you attractive. I guarantee it. There will be somebody out there that is genuine and attracted to you. It's just about looking for the signs about being scammed. You know, all of this conversation comes from the fact that there was this... Well, there was that club and they were being accused of using somebody else's pictures. And that's a club. You're not going to date a club. But what we're saying is that it's everywhere. It's in the dating. It's in the business. Um, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. So keep your keep your eyes peeled and look out for this sort of stuff. There are girls out there. You know, I feel like I say this all the time in, in the shows, and it's important to say it in the shows because it's important to keep talking to you guys and letting you guys know that you're not alone, that there is somebody out there that you can find a person. I don't believe in soulmates. That's not who I am. But I believe that you can, if you work at something, create 
an amazing partnership with a person and whether that partnership lasts forever or whether that partnership lasts for a couple weeks it doesn't really matter at that point the point is about being connected and being real and being safe with that shit so you know that's my two cents so yeah those are those are my thoughts on uh on this topic of catfishing and ghosting and gold digging and stuff like that chris what are your uh what are your final thoughts on all of this shit uh shoots it's it's all a part of the game fellas don't lose hope uh you know you'll get to the promised land someday but you know <laughs> while you're in the while while you're in the shit just keep slogging through it until you till you get where you want to be because it's i mean the dating world out here is pretty fucked up so just yeah. what we have to deal with in 2019 going on 2020 makes you wonder if it was that fucked up in the past or if it's just with the new technology that makes it fucked up um it technology makes things fucked up because it, people have more options so, well yeah i suppose um, back in i suppose not, back in oh yeah. sorry well, I was going to say, yeah, keep going, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you were just, yeah, we're just going to step all over each other. What I was going to say is back in the day, back in the 1920s, you see, you just go, you're my girl now, and then you smack her around a little bit, and she's your girl. Um, so, I think as recently as the, even the early 2000s, you know, who you, who, who you have as a selection for dating is who's in your neighborhood, who goes to uh, your school, like who's around you, so. I remember you that know shit. your your dating pool your options are significantly limited um and I think in the right now in the 21st century you have a lot of guys thirsting over you know it, it's kind of crazy how this has turned on us but you have a lot of guys thirsting over the best chicks out there right now so don't be so you, fucking if they thirsty can't get dudes. those top chicks and they're not gonna have anybody and you know you got a lot of unhappy people out here so um it's it's it used to be you know, I used to hear from women, oh, there are no good men, there are no good men left. And it's like, yeah, because 95% of you are chasing after the top 5% of men. And now that's kind of flipped around on us. And now guys are, you know, 95% of the guys are chasing after, let's give us a little bit more leeway, like the top 10% of women. Oh, yeah, so, so much more leeway. You know, that's, it's, it's, it, I think until, uh, I, I don't know what's going to fix this. But the internet has opened up the amount of options that we have in terms of dating and what kind of people we can date and, and how high or, or what, I guess, the quality of person we think we can get now. Well, yeah, what's going to what's gonna fix it is when we all stop playing the bullshit game. And that means guys and girls. So, guys, you have to be aware that you are not the only one vying for this girl's attention. And I think it also needs to change of the girls. You're not going to be the next porn star. Um, and just, and just be fucking real just, about it. Just hang it up. Just yeah. And, and up. stop, like, and stop, on. stop going after the money. Um, be I think a regular it's a person, get a real job. Right. I think meet it's meet a nice guy, live I, happily ever after. Right. And enough get, of the wishless shit and get so much butt sex that your life <laughs> will be, well, I realized I hadn't talked about anal sex yet in this show, so uh, I need to, I need to get it in there, all right, well, which is got to hit your quota. Gotta absolutely so much butt sex will be given to you when you find a good partner and it'll be good butt sex too because if you're if you're just turning tricks and whatever I'll bet 98% of the butt sex that you're gonna have is garbage um, 
you you need possible. well yeah but see here's here's my thing is i think you need a couple times with the same person to really nail down one what that person likes and two to make sure that guys you don't blow your load in three pumps because it's exciting the first time um and then you blow your load and you're like oh and that's disappointing for everybody involved mm-hmm. um and that's disappointing for guys too. And girls are like, "Well, you just you got to come, and I didn't." I'm like, "It's not fun for us either." Um, <laughs> like it pisses me off sometimes. Sometimes it's sometimes Nat gets me going still too much, and I'm like, "No," and I'm like, "No," I'm like, "Stop," I'm like, "Stop," and she just won't. And I'm like, "God damn it!" Um, I'm I'm man enough to admit that. I'm man enough to. Uh, admit when my dick fails sometimes although i never i never i never leave nat hanging just because i came doesn't mean that she doesn't get to come so that's there's another tip for you guys yeah don't consider it yeah don't leave your girls hanging make sure they get to come too um just because your dick failed doesn't mean your fingers and your mouth stopped working uh so but um you yeah i think shout out a club before we get out of here or was it did we already shout Shout out that club. Was was there a different club? No, no, that was it. Um, that was the one? That was the one. But, uh... Oh. Now, we got alerted to another one in New York. Oh, yeah, we did. We did, but I, I don't have enough information about it. I mean, I can shout it out by name, but I was yeah, gonna... Yeah. I was gonna wait and see until we could dig up a little more information so I can give some real shit, but let me pull it up real quick, and then we will shout it out. This is from Jada Tina Trap on Instagram. Pointed us out to this club. Um, as soon as I can pull the Evolve. damn thing up, you know, yes. I think I've heard of this place before. Have you? I think I, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's the Sunday TS girls and uh, it says fur mix party. Uh, it's at Evolve two two one East Fifty Eighth Street, New York City, between Second uh, and Third Ave. Open from ten p.m. to four a.m. Uh, looks like it's got cisgendered girls and uh, trans girls, single and ready to mingle with guest porn stars. Stiff cocktails will be there, music, drinks, and fun. Sounds like a fun time, guys. So it's evolved. On it's a Sunday. Sun- who the hell? I mean, if it isn't Labor Day weekend or Memorial Day weekend, who the hell is going out that late on a Sunday night? It's New York City. Everybody's going out that late on Sunday night. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Not everybody. Could... Everybody. They, they may be able to put some people in them bars, but... It could be Tuesday, Christmas Eve, and people will still be going out. It is New York goddamn city. Oh, yeah, I get um, how big cities work. I live in them. But I'm saying uh, to the regular average Joe, like, who the hell wants to party on a... Look, oh, if I was I'm single not trying to re- work hungover. That's all I'm saying. If I was single and ready to mingle, then I would definitely go out on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I'm probably going to go to work hungover tomorrow because I got myself a big old glass of sake that needs to be warmed up and I'm going to drink the ever-living shit out of that and go back to delivering packages as soon as we're done. So, because we're recording on a Sunday, I'm probably going to work with a headache. So, oh, no. um, oh yes. <laughs> well, um, at least it's a short week. Is it a short week for you? Yes, you guys, it is. You're probably I, off like thir- Thanksgiving Day, right? Well, okay, it's kind of a short week and kind of not because... Yes, we have Thanksgiving off, but on Friday begins what's known as peak season, mm-hmm. which is our Christmas rush, which means we have to work every Saturday until Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I'll still be doing a five-day work week, but I will mm-hmm. have Thursday off. So um, 
so it's kind of a short week for me but that's neither here nor there but yeah so that's our um to get real quick back to the show topic because i gotta go start drinking um (laughs) uh you know that's that's our topic for that guys uh let us know what you think we want to know what your experiences are with this we want to know well one we want to hear from you you from girls you know girls what, what what is your thinking about this what you're thinking about girls that do this with the wish list that try to get the money i know that it's probably easy to do so are you one of the girls that does it uh why do you do it we want to know we want to know all of that the more information we have the more information we can disseminate and make this more real for everybody just because you tell the tricks of the trade doesn't necessarily mean that the trade doesn't work anymore um sometimes it's good to peer behind the curtains and see what this is and you can get people that are more willing to do things when they know that they're not being duped um and then for guys i want to hear your experiences too you know have you been catfished have you been gold dug um do you know that you're being that do you suspect that that's happening that would be interesting if you suspect but you're not entirely certain uh so hit us up uh send us an email at transtalkformen at gmail.com find us on twitter at transtalkformen uh the username is actually transtalkmen uh or ttfm chris on twitter you can find us on instagram at trans talk for men we have an official facebook page trans talk for men we have a youtube channel trans talk for men i know these are all super fucking surprising to you guys um but uh you'll find us there of course you'll find us on uh google music uh apple itunes and spotify leave us a five-star review don't be a fucking four-star kentucky god damn it um five stars only five stars only uh, you Mitch McConnell sons of bitches. Um, but uh, uh, it's too political. Your show's so political. Um, but uh, yeah, so do that, guys. And uh, until then, this has been Trans Talk for Men. I've been Eric. I'm Chris. See you guys next time. Peace.